people i am all smiles right now because lena waif man lena waif has fucking done it again man with the shy season four trailer literally just dropped probably like 20 minutes ago or so i would you know y'all know how i come across a lot of this shit if nobody tags me to it on facebook or instagram it's mostly facebook that they tag me to like trailers and news and stuff like that as far as movies and tv shows but uh i was scrolling on instagram and i saw it started playing immediately y'all know how it goes and it was lena wave posting it and i said nope I said no 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 I will not watch it I will I will X out of this tab and I will set myself up to react to this trailer now let me say something about the shy man the shy literally caught me by surprise I don't think I knew who Lena Waithe was prior to the shy I'm not sure if I if if I saw her in anything before I heard of her name I'm not sure but the shy is basically what put me on to her as um you know, as a creative mind, man, she's an amazing writer. She's an amazing producer. I don't know if how many episodes she's directed or not, but I know for the most part, she is the creator and producer and writer of this show. And Lena Waithe is a fucking powerhouse, man. I, I love what she stands for, and I love that she's unapologetic in everything that she stands for. And I know that may it may cause a stir with a lot of people because everything Lena Waithe stands for, she, she translated a lot of that on screen in season three. And I know it was controversial, and I know season three lost a lot of people. There was a transgender actress on the show uh, by the name of Jasmine Davis. And quite frankly, I'm going to be honest, um, that shit didn't bother me. Like, when they, when they said it, it kind of threw me off, and I was like, wait, like, Luke James is dating a transgender character? Okay, whatever. I'm not going to lie. It, it threw me for a loop, and it took some time to adjust to it. But the fact that they made Amani Jasmine Davis uh, Davis's character, the fact that they made Amani a fucking goon, like literally one of the best characters in the show. You don't see any. I'm sorry, you don't see no type of gender with that fucking character. I'm sorry, that character's a goon. I love the scene where Trig, um, you know Luke James character and Imani pull up to that that trap house and they're looking for um. They're looking for Keisha. And Trig's like, why you got to come with me everywhere I go? And Imani's like, because I'm your bodyguard. And then that pulls out one gun, but two guns at the trap house door. I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. Season three, I thought it was going to lose me because a lot of the themes are very much in your face. But they did not lose me, man. They brought it back around full circle. And I appreciate Lena Waithe for that, for, for keeping everybody, well, for keeping me on board. I know a lot of people fell off with season three. I would say... I want to say season one because it jump-started everything. You know, the way the ship, the way the cards fell, man, Kugi was like a domino. And as soon as Kugi got killed by Ronnie, everything transpired after that. Everybody's lives were forever intertwined in the universe of the shot. Bars, that could be a, a line right there. But um, as much as I love season one, I think season two meant a lot more to me, especially with how Brandon and uh what's his name what's his name Emmett with how Brandon and Emmett you know um they 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 formed way much more of of a a bond in in season two I did not like my biggest concern with season three was the fact that they killed off the character Jason Mitch's character Brandon they literally got that shit right out the way didn't waste no time got the funeral out the way boom he's dead in the ground he ain't coming back and you know that was due to whatever the the conflicts were behind the scenes with jason mitchell tiffany boone and whatever you know it's lena wave you know she's the captain of the ship so whatever she says goes i personally think it was a i think it was a dick move but whatever man it's executive decision 
it is what it is at this point. You know, that was one season ago. Now we're on to season season four. Now there are new faces in season four that were announced. Uh, DeBrat is going to be a reoccurring uh, guest on the show. Uh, rapper, what's his name? Vic Menza, who's actually not bad, man. I actually fucks with Vic Menza on a, on a, on a lyrical tip. I haven't heard much of his music as of recently, but I remember when I first gave him a listening ear, which I was a little weary about. Vic Menza is decent, man, on, you know, on the rap tip. So it'll be interesting to see how he is as far as the acting goes. Now, I'm not sure who else is coming into the shot. I, I literally just posted this shit a couple weeks ago who was coming on to uh, season four of the shy, man. And I'm mad that I can't remember. But, you know, you got your I'm pretty sure we got the the usual suspects returning. You got Jacob Lattimore playing Emmett. You got Yolanda Ross playing Emmett's mom, Jada, Alex Hibbert playing Kevin. Kevin's the heart of the show. And I feel like if anybody else dies, it has to be like the older people, because I want to see the kids grow up. I want to see Alex Hibbert character kevin michael epps's character jake and um shaman brown's character papa those three have to be the heart and soul of the show for me now that the heart and soul of the show is gone which was jason mitchell's character i know emmett you know emmett is is the alpha male as far as the younger generational characters go but emmett's i'm sorry and this ain't nothing against jacob Lattimore as an actor he's a great actor and he's a great artist but emmett's character ain't shit you know just when you think he's on the right the right path and he's doing right by by a uh, tiff uh what's that actress's name that plays tiff oh my god man how am i forgetting this actress's name hannah hall he's doing right by hannah hall's character tiff he's being a father you know to little ej and then he goes and fucks dom he fucks lala's character you know she he, he wanted her peach cobbler he got it bust her ass right on the kitchen table no sanitize afterwards boom no regrets probably didn't even pull out because you know he ain't strap up so niggas is reckless out here man you get i'm pretty sure we're getting burgundy baker back as keisha um the guy who plays ronnie we know ronnie was killed off in season three and it was a little unexpected but i'm i'm gonna be honest i knew once ronnie found keisha because i knew he was gonna find her that was gonna be his uh his day to repent you know his day of redemption if you will and i knew that when ronnie got her he was going to meet his fate in one way or another. And, you know, he told he had that line where he's like, I promised my grandma I might do something with my do something useful with my life before she died. You knew Ronnie basically sealed his fate with that line, man. I just didn't see it coming when it did. But uh, let's see. Who else do we got? Like I said, Luke James comes back. Curtis Cook is coming back to play Duda. Um, I'm not sure if, the, if I'm not sure if I think Ty Davis is definitely coming back to playing Tracy. I'm not sure if Miriam Hyman is coming back playing Dre. I don't know if Candy Burris is coming back and just the little roles that, you know, not little roles, but I, I don't know if, you know what? Fuck it. Because I'm, I'm too hype right now. Y'all see, I can't even talk stumbling over my words and shit. So let's get down to this trailer people, because I'm excited for this, man. Like I said, the shy is, is very Pulp Fiction. 11:14 go type of intertwined stories like and those are of course three separate movies i'll talk about 11:14 is a movie that's very much like pulp fiction go is a movie i definitely recommend that that's very much like pulp fiction in the sense that all these characters whether they know it or not all their stories are intertwined together so they you know they they cross paths eventually so i love that the shy is is that for me man it's probably yeah the shy is hands down top five tv shows for me i got the walking dead i've got atlanta i've got snowfall i've got the shy um goddamn why do i feel like i'm forgetting something here it doesn't even matter we're focused on shy town right now 
and shout out to the shy man hopefully i got some listeners that you know listening out there as well so big shout out to y'all and y'all stay safe this summer man i know y'all are probably just as crazy out there as we are in philly probably more crazy so hopefully y'all stay safe man and you know stay guarded stay up stay positive out there man that's my message to the shy as we jump into season four's trailer for the shy drop damn 33 minutes ago i was way off so Shout out to The Shy on Showtime YouTube channel for dropping this trailer. Two minutes and 31 seconds long. Not bad at all. I'm cool with whatever I get. So, people, let's jump into it. Let's hit the play button in three, two, one. No ads. Got good music in the, in the teaser before the trailer. Is that Kevin in bed? Hurry up. My dad catches you in here. He's going to kill the both of us. Hey, Kevin is super. Yo, he on some dead presidents. Lorenz Tate. Man, look at us. Three musketeers. Back together again. Hell yeah. I love these three, man. Gangster or mayor? That is the question. Trig. Trig and Duda. And Imani. And look, wait. Lala's day and Emmett's dad? She just being quiet. When a black woman is being quiet, that's when you need to be afraid. Yup, that is absolutely fucking true. Oh, I forgot Keisha's pregnant by the captor. Okay, Dre's back. Keisha and Kevin's mom is back. Whoa. Oh, Jake in trouble. Oh, no, Jake. Damn it, Jake. That's Vic Menza right there. Oh, Candy is back in here. Maisha's back. Whoa. Whoa, no, Trig. No, 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 no. There's a war going on outside. Oh, shit. Jake about to get some ass, too? Yo, these kids are grown, grown. Oh, what's, why is Emmett crying? Yo, what is happening? Change our city. You ain't doing shit, dude. I shut your ass up. Yo. <laughs> yes. Yo. I got to do a frame by frame for this motherfucker here, man. That's how. You know what? That's one thing the shy trailers have always done. They show scenes where they leave me like, yo, wait, what just happened? And then they give you a scene in between. And then the next scene is like, yo, what's going on here? Like they keep you guessing from start to finish. This shit, Lena Wave says something along the lines of how reflective this season was going to be and the type of particular message this season was going to have. And she seems to be sticking by that, man. This shit. Oh my God, man. God damn. I gotta take my glasses off. This show is so fucking relevant, man. This is one of the reasons why I'm glad the shy has their own show. You know, if they had a show before then that I can't think of right now, please forgive me. But this shit is the epitome of Chicago's show. Now, I know that's probably not all Chicago has going for it, as crazy as it may be out there. But it's like, if Philly had their own show, this is the type of shit I would want it to be on. Like, intertwined lives, crime, sex, drugs, but 
still I don't want you know that doesn't always have to be the template because there is so much heart and emotion to this story man to these characters that's one of the things I love about the writing in this in this series man is that there's no there's not a dry seat in the house man and I say this a lot when I'm talking about how fleshed out characters are you are literally seeing the growth of these characters man and just the trials and tribulations that they're going through you see so like I feel like every time a character feels like they got room to breathe they got room to calm the fuck down and be like all right man this season I'm gonna be okay something else happens Trig got custody Trig and Amani got custody of Jake at the end of season three right I'm thinking that's everything's gonna be cool but then as soon as the smoke clears with that whole situation that whole custody battle Duda shows up and I completely forgot about this until now. I just remember, Joe. I swear to God. Dude, I shows up at Trigg's door and he's like, listen, I could teach you how to lead. I could put some money in your pockets. You'll be the top dog on the streets. I got you. He was like, I ain't trying to go back to jail. He's like, no. He's like, the police ain't going to fuck with you. I had him in the pocket. And then when he shakes his hand and agrees to, to that deal with Dude, he looks at Trigg and he's like, there's a new sheriff in town, motherfucker. And it's like, dog, you just, everything was cool with your life. And you just sold your soul to the devil. Jake just got, you know, he he's in custody now of his brother, man. That's what he wanted because he didn't want to stay with Duda. Now Jake's getting booked and body slammed WWE style on the ground by a punk ass cop who just walks up like ID. It's just like, dog, this ain't no stopping frisk shit. Like, why they why they hassling my mans? Why they hassling my mans? And I'm mad because Jake was on a net. He was on a straightaway at some point. I know Jake was always the one out of the three who was the more troubled one. But you can't be biased in a situation like that. Because that was, I mean, you don't have to be a product of your environment. You don't have to always use that as an excuse. But that's what Jake grew up around when he was around, um, god damn, what's Barton Fitzpatrick's character's name? Oh, what was the brother's name from the first? Oh, I wish this was like a live stream and people could type in to help me. Oh, Reg. Barton Fitzpatrick's character, the older brother was Reg. But that's what he grew up around and he was under Reg's care. His mom was on drugs. The dad wasn't there. But Jake was on a straightaway at some point. He didn't want to do that for the rest of his life. He was coming around to being a better kid. But again, you can't be biased because Kevin shot Ronnie in the first episode if i'm not mistaken of the shot so none of these kids are particularly innocent and who was it papa that stole his dad's money from the church to give it to maisha because her mom couldn't pay the rent and she couldn't stay in school or was it she couldn't stay in school or couldn't keep the apartment i can't remember what it was none of these kids are particularly innocent but jake is the one that stands out emmett i don't know what the fuck's going on with him i don't know what him and tiff's relationship is going to be like honestly i'm not rooting for their relationship anymore i'm really not because he sat there and proposed in front of everybody when they opened, I was about to say, when they opened up Chicken and Grits Waffle House. I don't know what that place is called. But when he opened up the, the you know, when it was the grand opening, he sat there and proposed to the mother of his child, his, his woman, in front of the bitch that he just slept with and cheated on her with. He still ain't shit, man. I, I, oh, man. Emmett got to get it together. But I don't know why he's in the mirror crying and all of that. I don't know why Kevin's mom is you know looking all distraught when she's sitting by at the bottom of the bed i don't know what's what's going on i don't know what's going on i i really don't man i don't know if keisha is going to end up having like a miscarriage or something like that i yo this shit looks awesome man this shit looks fire i don't know who vic menza's character is going to be they did i don't think i saw the brat in the but i yo i love how it starts off with kevin she's you know um 
God damn, I can't remember that girl's name. Let me not get this girl's name wrong or the actress. Let me uh let me go back here for a second, people. What is this girl, this actress's name? What is this actress's name? The girl that Kevin is dating, her name is not in the credits that I'm looking up, so I know I know what it is, but I just can't think of it right now. All right. But the girl Kevin's date and I love it really reminds me of Dead Presidents or any other, uh, you know, coming of age movie for that matter, where it's like, oh, my dad's coming. You got to jump out the window. And, and, you know, then he gives her a kiss before he rolls out. I We gonna watch this again, man, because I got that dumbass smile on my face again. I got that dumbass smile on my face. Oh, yeah. And fucking Dom is dating Emmett's dad. Like, how fuck? Yo, man. These motherfuckers ain't shit. Gemma, that's her name, but I can't remember the actress's name. But her name, the character's name is Gemma, and I actually like Gemma for Kevin a lot. I love that line in season three where she told him she's like, "And you're a king. Stop acting like a peasant. You need a you need a woman like that that's gonna tell you something." Oh, she ain't no woman, but you know what I mean. Yo, she's dating Emmett's dad. When a black woman is being quiet, that's and I love that Emma and Keisha are still best friends regardless of what happened. And that really looks like Andre 3000 is laying in bed with Emmett's mom. God damn, Jake. Why Maisha had to pull her phone out? I mean, I know she pulled her phone out to record it in case something happened, but... Oh, that's Jake in the hospital. They fucked him up. A dude on candy. They, 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 they about to be back on that bullshit. And why is Jake giving googly eyes to Gemma? I ain't scared to die. And they running out of school together. See? There's See? Going on outside. The police department is on one side and the black community is on the other. Trig, right murky niggas under the bridge. Oh, what's up with Emmett, yo? And is Maisha cutting a mixtape? She was in the studio. Yo, there's so much going on, damn it. Damn it, Lena Waithe. You have done it again. You have done it again. May 23rd, people, it is going the fuck down. I might do commentary for it that night. Soon as it airs, I might do commentary. Fuck the bullshit, man. I think I've only done commentary for three episodes of The Shy Season 3. And I was literally watching them on the spot. Um, I think they would come on... Um, they would uh, come on demand Sunday mornings for me. They would be on Showtime on demand Sunday morning. So as soon as I would get up Sunday mornings, I would just bust out some commentary for, uh, I think I did episode three, then I did episode five, then I did episode seven, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember, but y'all can go back and check them out if y'all want. And there's an episode I did prior to that where I was talking about <sighs> before the trailer even dropped. I was talking about how season three, I was not ready for it. And um what i was what i was expecting and there was an episode i did where i had some unanswered questions that i needed uh, a couple episodes in with season three it's like who killed brandon what happened to detective cruz and detective tucson you know what i'm saying there's a lot of 
there's a lot of loose ends I'm hoping still get tied up. You know, shocking revelations that may come to be characters that just up and disappeared that I want to see pop back up again. But I'm trusting that this season, this season looks fucking amazing, yo. This looks better than season three. And like I said, season three almost lost me. But it picked me back up and, you know, no GPS. That shit brought me right back on track, man. And I ended up loving it. But this looks way better. I still feel like this has to this has to top season two for me because season two was just so good, man. It, it just they expanded on the story and the character development so good in that one, man. But we'll see what happens, man. Yo, big shout out to Lena Waithe, man. I'm tagging all of y'all lena wave jacob Lattimore. i'm tagging people that's not even in the in season four and i'm about to be like yo where y'all at and lena wave if you listen man drop me a line i'll come out to chicago you just got to make sure i'm well protected out there i ain't no i ain't no bitch but i ain't trying to die neither on the set of the shy season 12 like drop me a line man i'll get my acting chops up i'll contribute to the story i'll you know i'll add my creative you know my creative uh, uh niches and niches I really don't know which way to say that word. Is it creative niche or is it creative niche? I don't know. It doesn't even matter. But yeah, man, lean away. Drop, come on, drop me a line. Tune into the podcast if you haven't already. Because I, I you know, I'll act. I'll act, you know, whatever. I'll write, whatever. I, I'm, I would love to be a part of that show, man. It's actually inspiring me to do my own Philly series, man. God damn, this shit looks awesome, man. But we got to wait to see it, man. And it'll I, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind it'll be well worth it, man. But until then, y'all already know where to go. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podbean. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. Y'all will forever know what it is. I know I said yesterday, here's the funny thing, man, before I close this out. I know I said yesterday I made this big, uh, or not was it yesterday or the day before, I made this big dramatic post. And it really wasn't dramatic at all. It was just pretty lengthy. Um, in terms of talking about the podcast and I was saying that you know due to circumstances a lot of things are going to be changing over the next couple months and I won't be able to pump out material like that as is I feel like I need to make a retraction on that statement and just say fuck all that man because I love doing this too much I love the feedback I love seeing the numbers go up I love the fact that people are tuning into the old episodes the new episodes so I really feel like regardless of what's going on and Especially being as though this is my peace of mind at the end of the day outside of like writing itself. Um, with the podcast being my peace of mind, I feel like I need to say fuck that and just keep pumping out these episodes, man. Of course, handling whatever I got to handle outside of this podcast, like in the really real world. But I still feel like I should not let up on putting out content out there for y'all, man, because as long as people enjoy it, I'm going to keep doing it, man. I feel like it really should be no excuse to just take a like no big big excuse to really take a break fully and put it on hiatus and all this other dramatic shit like i said it is kind of back to being um uh you know under construction but for the most part this shit's still thriving man it's firing on all cylinders and that's because of y'all man and i got so much love for y'all for that man y'all come on now y'all already know the love and support y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one